and we are live not really live i keep saying that word anyways what's up everyone um welcome to our first podcast episode for this new season called off the top and this is a podcast where three asian americans uh, maybe one undercover canadian reflect on their past savior the present ponder the future we're going to touch on various topics that we feel should be normalized amongst friend groups and tried during your next global kickback. Okay, well, the first question that I had that I wanted to talk about was, I think, well, actually, we were talking about this a while ago, back off air, and I was like, this is a good question to kind of bring back and discuss. And the question I think we're going to open it up with is, how much, wow, so many planes are flying overhead. I don't know if you guys, does my mic pick that Again. up? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Just gonna, just gonna let this pass for a second. <laughs> okay. Anyways, first question on the docket is: How much should you guys love your job right out of college? How do we feel <laughs> yeah. about that? <laughs> how much should you love your? Huh? How much do you this love is, your I feel job? like we talk about this a lot. I, like, I feel like I talk about yeah. this with Kevin a lot. But um, you know, it's like, you know, like when you feel unsatisfied with the work you're doing and then you realize that you're trading your hours in for, you know, some level of contribution to a to a machine that we call a corporate or, uh, you know, a, what is it called? What? Corporate machine? I know. A he's cog. like alluding to the cog, right? Like we're a cog in the machine. Right. Yeah. Cog in a corporate machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just the unsatis- dissatisfaction of the work you're doing, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I know people I, who are working in the same space that love what they're doing, but they just... But I know. question that, you know? I question, like, if, like how much of that love is, is really there for the job that they do? Compared but I'm to sure me. there are some cases where people are meant to be... Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I, I personally have a hard time understanding what I like, like where to eat, mm. but let alone like big career decisions with like, <laughs> what job should I have? And like, and the main thing about this, because I remember talking to Andrew about it was that like, you don't have to love your career, right? Like that you don't have to, um, like, obviously we probably don't love every aspect of our life, but I think that living, but I just think that because our jobs take up so much time, like 40 hours a week that if I'm not doing something that I love, I just feel like it's slowly killing me. And I just, Mm. it makes me look elsewhere. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. and that's hard because like in college, I feel like none of us really had that space and time to like reflect on whether or not this career path that we were working towards was going to be fulfilling. I don't know. Did you guys like reach out I've to people? You've thought about it. And, I've Andrew thought always about it. talked about it, dude. dude <laughs> can you? Do you remember? Wait, were you? I think you were there when every time like Andrew was like having a life crisis, and he's like, "Bro, should I be like a pastor, or should I be like a?" Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're like, you're like <laughs> two steps to. behind. Huh? No, no, no. I mean, I had I've had moments where I've thought about not doing software, but I'm not even yeah. thinking about that, Kevin. I'm thinking about like. I mean, I think I knew what software entailed, like software entailed. Oh, yeah. Like none of this feeling, the feeling that I have now isn't new to me in the sense that I've already imagined it would happen like this. Did you see it coming and like still went anyways? Oh, I think he did 100%. Yeah. A lot of people do actually. 
A lot of people yeah. chase dreams, especially in engineering. If, if you're Asian American and you chase engineering lawyer doctor yeah. and you actually like there's probably like 10% most, I think, that are actually passionate about Who actually like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone else is just doing because they know it's, you know, you get paid well and then, you know, it's job security. Yeah. Well, I would say they, your... they don't know better, right? Like they, yeah. Yeah. they don't I think know exactly like what they like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's because um, like you actually could question like how fulfilling it would be, but I don't think most people would like think about it too much. It's just like, uh, I think for a lot of Asian Americans, it's like a means to an end. You've talked about that before. I think we, we, we all have in one of the... Yeah. I think we all have. And I, yeah. I just, but I just feel like we should. Like, I think questioning, like, whether something you do is, is going to be fulfilling because I think a lot of us don't realize, especially in college, that your career is a big chunk of your, your time afterwards. Like, in, in college, you know, you go to class, you have clubs, you have friend mm-hmm. groups, and you're just like, oh, I'm just working towards a degree so I can get a job. And that's, like, later on. And then you, you finally finish all of that and then you get to your job. And you're like, oh, now I don't have, you know, the community. Because I know we also talk about how we, we miss that aspect of college, which has a huge community basis for you exploring all these different social kind of circles for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like we don't do that with the technical stuff that we're going to school for, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be different if we were in like a non-COVID environment? Because I know that their workplace like – Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. But I don't know. I think I'd be less happy because I really enjoy work from home or like that flexibility. Oh, yes. And I, yes. I don't think that would have appeared in a lot of companies if they weren't forced to think about how to keep the business afloat during a pandemic. Hmm. I was working from home pre-pandemic. Yeah. Man, I, had day, different. I had days where I was, yeah, I think in tech, it's a little, it was a little more common prior to COVID. But I think what... Kevin was saying about, um, you know, would it be different prior to the pandemic, the social, you know, the social aspect of work. And I think that's completely true. Like mm-hmm. I remember you've had that, how right? much, mm-hmm. yeah, like not even to the, the, like, you know, the industry standard quote unquote for like what tech company has in terms of social events. But mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun just interacting with coworkers after work and mm-hmm. um, going to grab drinks and stuff. So, yeah. I, I think I stayed after sure. work most of the time, like mm. back then. It's oh, true. you did? I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. Kevin wow. would bust. Kevin bust. I yeah, I would bust. Sure. So I'll just wait for like the next bus. So I'll just hang out with coworkers in the meantime. And then like, we would head out. Did that, did that, I guess, did that help you feel more fulfilled with what your career was? Well, I think I was having a good time. I think I was just kind of enjoying it. <laughs> good time, buddy. <laughs> 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 but you know i mean career-wise i think i everything kind of aligned already for me like mentally so was, mm-hmm. i was doing something i enjoyed uh i, I didn't think, think about I, well, I don't know if i'm the 10 percent. i just think at least for me mm-hmm. it would i think andrew and i we like kind of understood like what job our work or our job was going to look like when we got into it mm-hmm. so then for me, I knew I was going to enjoy aspects and I would hate certain aspects, right? So, like, I kind of had the right expectations coming in. Right. And then being part of a cohort joining, like, Amazon, it was definitely a better experience. I think if I was just joining mm-hmm. by myself, it yeah. would be way worse. Yeah. It kind of gives you that, like, basis friend group, right? And they're all, yeah. like, similar background, I guess, for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, you. we're all, like, experiencing the same thing, like, at yeah. Amazon, right? So, yeah. like, we're onboarding together. 
we struggled together. So it's nice. I, I think that part, that aspect of work was really nice. So now like we're all like in our own like career space and some of us hate what they're doing right now. And then some of us are really chilling. I guess it's, but that cohort thing wasn't like standardized, right? That's, that's a unique mm. program to Amazon that not every Amazon employee goes through. I think it depends. So like with uh, internships, it's always like a cohort style, mm-hmm. at least most internships. And then like the program I joined, it was also like a course. So there are certain programs like that for every company, but it's not always, you don't always get to get a chance to go through that. Right. I see. And, and how'd you, yeah. like, like you just came across that, like just through. I think, yeah, I got recommended it once because the funny thing I joined, I, so I, uh, I interviewed for the wrong SD level originally. What, so like I actually, L2? Yeah, what was it called? Yeah, 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 SD2, SD2. <laughs> so then they actually referred me to the other position. I was like, okay. So I was like, I was like, and it kind of just worked out. So I was like, okay. So on my end, I'm just I still remember going. those days. I still remember right, those days. Yeah. You remember you were like, I was in bed, and then you were taking a call in the living room? Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the days when you went to uh, San Francisco. Oh, so yeah. Dude, yeah. That was so fun. Came back That's with nice. like yeah came back on valentine's day nice (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i guess yeah but there were definitely like rocky parts in my career i think i think midway through like six months through seven months through i was just like Mm -hmm. really didn't like my manager i just like we Mm -hmm. did not align right i think i told you guys about this yeah and i legit was just like so quick with it about leaving the team i think i was only on the team for maybe three months like I'm and done. Yeah, I was gone. Yeah, I was gone. Yeah. That that I don't see that really has a big impact. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people most I think especially if you haven't had that experience of a bad manager, you can't appreciate a good manager or a decent mm. one at least. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's like if you've never known hate, how do you know love or sadness or happiness? Just kidding. That's like wow. not related. Like as a as a student, right? Like you you know, like which professors you like and which professors you don't like, but mm-hmm. it never translates to that experience of a manager, because I think like sure. you don't have corporate experience as a student, and I think with us being early careers and all of that, like I agree that your manager makes or breaks kind of your experience, at least you know to some regards, you know mm-hmm. one of it being the day to day tasks that you have, but the overall kind of ambience and vibe that you get is largely built up by the management system at a company. And I think um, being kind of in this cog, you know, being the cog in a machine, they need managers, they need these kind of corporate ladders to kind of Mm -hmm. divide and conquer the tasks that needs to be done. And and I guess, yeah, yeah, well, I think a good manager won't make you feel like a cog. They'll Mm. like, I think they'll like really show you. Wait, hold on, hold on. Even though you still are, even though you still are. Yeah, even though you still are, you won't feel like you are because, like, yeah. they'll they'll like they'll they'll make you feel that's like you're dangerous. Important. No, it's that's good. dangerous. I, then that's like that's no, like cocktail. It's like you drink it <laughs> and you don't feel drunk because it you know what? it makes you not feel like it's alcohol. What did you but say? But then it is. It's like tok. Oh, you said tok. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, well, I mean, like, you got to be self-aware, right? Like, you, we both know, yeah. like, Andrew and I both know we're in a big company, so we're, like, work hard, right? 
But I think yeah. it gets you it gets you through like your early career really easily. Or like it makes your day to day go by really easily if like you you feel like your work's actually significant. Mm, yeah, sure. even it's though like, we're like a level one. It's it's not just significance too, it's also like autonomy on the job. Because I think oftentimes mm-hmm. what you'll have with bad managers are those who micromanage you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sure. then when you micromanage, you literally just feel like you're moving in the direction that someone's telling you to, right? Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's like the absolute worst yeah, feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's this idea of like you've done something and then you go out and they're like, Well, you should have done it this way, and then you have to go back and rework it and like mm-hmm. or or having an environment where you can't even think for yourself. It's yeah, literally just laid out to. what you have to do and then you just got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you True. different? How different are you from like something that's already like programmed? Yeah, you could be like a robot. They're just telling right. a robot to do things, you know? Right. Well, I guess like it's interesting to think about because like AI and machine learning is like on the cusp of like pushing out into expanding its kind of usefulness in a lot of areas. And prior to that, like, you know, our parents' generation, they didn't have any of this. And so it's kind of this whole idea of like machines taking over people's jobs. There's probably so many jobs that have formal names, you know, under like these umbrellas that could be automated. Cause I, I just think back to my major, like mechanical engineering. Um, it's such a big umbrella that it covers so many different tasks. And I'm sure like some mechanical engineers, quote unquote, at like certain companies are doing jobs that could be replaced by automation. Whereas mm-hmm. like others might have a more hands-on, like, you know, more organic approach to solving the problem. And so it's always just interesting. Um, and I just, last thing is, I think you brought up like self-awareness, which is like mm-hmm. a really good point because I think, what is that? Like no one teaches us what, what that is. It's just like, is that our thoughts in our head? Is it the feelings that we feel and all of that stuff? What do you guys think? What does self-aware look like, I guess? Like, how do you guys keep yourself in check for self-awareness? Or do you guys, like, practice? Like, how do you guys practice self-awareness? I think oftentimes in the day-to-day, when you don't have really big things going on, I think it's it looks a little more, like, a little less discreet. I think when you have big issues, like, uh, I don't know, you have conflict with someone and you have disagree really heavily, I think it's a lot more obvious what self-awareness looks like. It For me, at least, it looks like you step, take a step back, you remove yourself from the situation that kind of get you in that that mental state and then really really like analyze why you think the certain way that you do or why you acted the way you did um but on the day-to-day it's a lot harder especially when it's not like a quote-unquote big deal Mm -hmm. um and let's just say you just form started forming a habit that's unhealthy it's really hard to be Mm self-aware unless someone points it out or it gets to the point where it negatively impacts your day day day-to-day um, and at that point, some would argue it's like too late. <laughs> or it's yeah, already like I, mean, I don't think I, I think I I think I try not to subscribe to that model because it's like it's hard then to like ever want to try to change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I feel like I'm just kind of the person that like needs like it has to be like at least a small possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think you need some downtime to self-reflect. I think it usually comes from reflection where you kind of look into yourself, like Andrew said, like uh, you have to see why you're acting a certain way, why why you handle situations like in a certain way. And then honestly, what if like you have to think about how your personal values aligns with like the other people on your team. I think that's pretty big for me too. 
mm. like the team dynamic. Um, honestly, sometimes I would stay with a team just because of like the people. I was thinking about doing that for my previous team, but then like the manager just got in the way too much. So I was just like, nah. But uh, like my current team, the team's great. So like I think manager and people. So for me, it's more difficult to even think about leaving. Mm. So, yeah. but you know, we're yeah. going through stuff right now on my team and we're reorging. So I don't know, man. So like, yeah, push this episode back a little bit. Just a heads up. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And for me, it's like, well, I guess when we always talk about careers, it's kind of similar in in school too. Like people always bring up this kind of trifecta of like in school, it's you either get good sleep, you have friends and you do your work, right? Like those are the, the kind of the corners of the triangle. And I guess with work and career, it's like your pay, your people and the impact or like how passionate you feel about what you're doing. Would you guys agree with that or no? Or anything I would say again. replace replace uh, impact with time because I don't oh. think you I think you can have a big impact and receive a lot of pay uh, I don't think they're like exclusive as in like the you know the way that we model the triangle in college oh because because yeah. you would the, the second half of that sentence is you'd have to pick two, right? Or something? Right, right, yeah. right. I feel like impact and money would correlate, right? In most cases. Right. Company will pay you more if you have some more significant A impact, impact on your operations. Yeah, so I would, I would just combine those two. So it'd be like, mm-hmm. I think it, it would be pay, people, and time. So it's almost the same idea. So it's like right. work, friends, and then time. So right. the people. Yeah. What do you guys feel like you guys have chosen in the last past like month? I have always chosen the same thing in college and outside of college. Sleep is always sacrificed. So my time is always sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever is left on the table of the triangle. Yeah. I've, for me, I've personally always kind of preferenced the kind of well-being socially and physically so i've always chosen sleep and i've also always chosen like um like well i guess sleep and health are the same but then like doing the task at hand so like for me in school it was like sleeping and doing good with school and then social mm. life would i would sacrifice that but i still feel right. like i was able to have one but yeah right i think there's chapters in your life where i think for you at least it, yeah. I'm, i think you're referring to your freshman year right yeah yeah, like there, there are chapters yeah. where you kind of have to do that, right? You just got to put your head down and grind. Like we, yeah. I mean, Kevin and I also kind of similarly in junior year had this kind of similar um, yeah. situation. Not similar situation, exactly. but same um, same decision making. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it. You just yeah, got to do it. Like you know what you want, what's in your way, and you just got to kind of hash that mm-hmm. out. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just like, thought it was so funny that when Kevin yeah. was like, you kind of need some downtime to self-reflect because <laughs> I keep – my image of Kevin is like he's always doing something on the go, whether that's like advancing his like TFT battles or, you know, doing good work or kind of socializing, thinking about investments, the future. I feel like you're a very busy man to have a lot of downtime. <laughs> that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, I have people around me that forces me to like, have that downtime, right? Like, it, I think in college, it was definitely you guys. Mm-hmm. Andrew specifically, because like even if I'm most tired at night, 
this guy would just like start talking about something and I would just have to like respond. And I would have to Why think, does right? the moon shine the way it does? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so I think I think because of like the oh Derek disappeared. Yeah, he disconnected. Can we pause this? Or he's is he the he, he's the leader. Oh Derek's back. Oh, I cut out for a second. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you're good. So I think oh, continuing on. Oh, yeah, oh he's back. He's chilling. Well, I think continuing continue on. on to that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I think I'm fortunate enough to have people around me to force me to like sit still for a second and think. And then uh, yeah. I can kind of do Andrew at one point he was like, Kevin, I don't think you ever think. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> very true. Dude, honestly, <laughs> I still get statement. that. I, I still get that. I still get that impression sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, I think a lot. <laughs> it's all it's relative, degrees, right? right? I think yeah. everyone, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I guess to wrap up this episode, I think we touched on a lot of things that were on my mind from just kind of being this early career person and now being self-aware of what we're doing and trying to reflect on that and seeing what changes we want to make in the future. I guess a last thing that I think we could leave, whether it's useful or not for our audience, is what mindset got you all through college? (laughs) (laughs) Mine is the textbook Asian parenting one. It's like, if you work hard, you'll succeed. That, that was just my mindset. So I was just like, I'm going to just grind it out wherever I can. Yeah. I never believed that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I never believed that. <laughs> um, for me, I think like, I don't think I was, cons- I think Derek, you, you were probably relatively most consistent with your academic work in mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. I definitely had to learn throughout by failing, right? Like not mm-hmm. getting into major and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. but I think what I've kind of come to after, like now, like two years past college, is you just gotta work really hard when it really matters. And I think oftentimes, like some people can't actually recognize when it really matters. But mm-hmm. if you are kind of like kind of in the mental state, like oh, this might actually hit, uh, you know determine a lot of what will happen in the future. You just gotta, for me at least, I think I've learned that you just gotta put your head down and you just gotta work. There's no, you can't outwork work. And that's what I started realizing. Even if you're, you know, naturally very talented, mm-hmm. when it really comes down to situations where it has a huge impact on what happens uh, later on, there's no security like just working really hard and grinding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying grind all the time because I think that's like exhausting. And yeah, but that's what I learned. Isn't there like a saying for that? Isn't it like you can't out-talent work or you can't out-talent effort? I forget was something like that. I think for me, I don't know. I think first two years of college, I was trying to chill in. I don't think I, we did anything except for having fun. I would just like sleep hey. through classes and stuff like that. Hey. And I was like, I was doing fine. So I was like, I'm okay. Oh, you were still sleeping through their classes. Two <laughs> years. <laughs> That's why I played games during class. It was keep me away. I actually did better in classes that could let me be on my phone. Because <laughs> I could actually play games. <laughs> If I was just like listening, I think oh, the CS class was one of them. The one that Andrew and I took together. Bro, I slept. <laughs> he didn't let us be on our computers. I slept the entire time. I would get into class. I'd be awake for like five to ten minutes. I'd be gone after. That's crazy. But I think uh, junior and senior year, the reason that I kind of stepped it up 
it was only because like it was more of a mindset of like i need to prove certain people wrong right so at the time it was like proving the the info school that they are wrong <laughs> dude it was so dumb the info <laughs> the info school denied me because i just didn't have like one sentence at the end of my of my application did i tell you this andrew no i went no i was like i, oh, I yes, got you my did. yeah i got my rejection right? i'm like this is wrong so i went to the school and i was like why did i not get accepted <laughs> and then he and knows then, his worth and then they were just like Oh, it's because you didn't talk about, you didn't like mention, it's literally just a mention, mention what you're going to do with like info in the future. Literally one sentence. Literally that's the only thing I added in the, like, in the, in the next year. Thing. I was so annoyed. Kevin's got that Rocky mindset. He's got to like prove someone wrong. Comeback story. <laughs> but I, I think I was just annoyed. I think after my sophomore year, so I was like, okay, let's just put in the work and like get through this thing. And plus, like, I think Andrew and I got rejected to so many internships. So then after oh, that, I was like, okay. yeah. I think we I were like in count. like the hundreds of applications. Yeah. 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 Same. So it was just like after that, then like my senior year, I was like, okay, the goal is to get like, like get a job like right away. And I just like, so that's like how that happened. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, any last thoughts? No, that's it. Okay, well, thank you everyone for listening in to Off the Top, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye, see ya.